take a play out of the guy's handbook, man. Because you guys, you'll walk around, you know, expecting to get a blowjob after you do the dishes. And I'm like, what if I started doing that? You know, like maybe I should be bringing that to the table and being like, hey, babe, did you know what I did today? And talking about all the things that I've accomplished. So many. That's a lot of booms. So podcast. Oh God, babe. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to our Welcome. first podcast ever. This is not our first podcast. <laughs> hey, we have tried. We've, we've tried we, many times. We have tried and failed many times. So welcome to our 17,000th attempt at having a podcast. I think this is all reality. Like our 14th different it's, rendition it's, of attempts. We've like, had many podcasts. Back in the day, we did one in California that went nowhere. Oh, fuck, we did. That's we right. tried, yeah. Yeah, like With our seven little years GoPro ago. when we didn't know shit about technology. <laughs> um, Here we go. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, killing it. Killing it. We're trying, <laughs> and that's the point. We're not giving up, right? <laughs> we we know the, we're supposed to do this. We are the epitome of uh, not giving up. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna work though. Well, well, yeah. I think yeah. this time it actually will this, work. This we time both... it actually will work. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Our podcast. Okay, here we go. So this is the No Topic Is Safe podcast, where we're gonna talk about everything that is not safe <laughs> and things that are safe. Maybe this is gone. Okay, Will you put this back, please? That's recording. Good. Welcome back to 17,001. 17, take, <laughs> take 53 of take, scene 40,082. We're going to fucking podcast. We're going to do this okay. at some point. Holy shit. All right. We need, a, we need to start for real. Yeah. Okay. We're starting now. All right. Here we go. Action. Action. <laughs> So this is the No Topic is Safe podcast where we're going to talk about anything and everything that we want to talk about. Because mm-hmm. when we've tried to niche down before, it goes to shit. Well, we're very eclectic people. Very eclectic people. And I think uh, talking about what we want to talk about, not what we think we're supposed to talk about. And then remembering not to interrupt each other. When I start to say something, maybe let me finish my thought before you talk. That's a big thing too. So first topic. This is what we're going to talk about, uh, a little tissy fit that I threw yesterday. Well, um, I think the topic today is going to be some stuff that has to do with masculinity, right? Yeah. Because I think that right now a lot of guys are going through a bit of an identity crisis with what it means to be a man and what the fuck that means and like trying to define it and yeah. what's toxic, what isn't toxic, all that kind of stuff. Um, trying to bring awareness to maybe where... You need some work. And Mm -hmm. I, by the way, I need a lot of work too. So just because we're talking about maybe Caleb's uh, issues today, it does not mean that I am infallible either. It Mm -hmm. just so happens that this is what happened to us most recently. And we were like, wow. We need to fucking talk about this. This is a good topic. We we should probably, you know, be showcasing the the kind of work that we're doing um, in our own lives. And I think that it's going to help a lot of people if we kind of just go over what happened yesterday because yeah. there's a lot of layers to it that could probably help some people. 
there's a lot more layers to it than I think I realized too. When we started kind of digging into it a little bit, you were kind of opening my eyes to a lot of different parts of it that like I was kind of running away from and I was like pretending weren't there in the first place. So I think that's something that a lot of guys, not just me, are probably kind of guilty of. So I think uh, just go right into the story of what happened because um, that makes the most sense. So let's say it was early first thing in the morning. We had a bunch of things going on. So we like did coffee, went to the gym, and then we eventually got uh, to a point in the day where we needed to part ways. Angie came home, I went to the grocery store and it was something that like I had volunteered to do. I completely was on board with it. I was the one that suggested it. I'm like, hey, let's just take you home. I'll run to the grocery store so we can, you know, divide and conquer, get things done. And then- Well, I wasn't feeling good after the gym. Right. I am experimenting with a new supplement, um, a new type of vitamin C that's alkalized, that's supposed to be better for digestion. But past couple of days, my tummy's been iffy after having yeah. it. So we had had a workout and then we were supposed to run some errands, but yeah. I wasn't feeling good. And I think it's because of the standard su supplement, but yeah. I wasn't, I was feeling queasy. I was feeling lightheaded um, and very nauseous. Like I literally felt like I was about to throw up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Hey babe, like, can you go to the store or like, well, so we, we got the home? first grocery store. Yeah, we did. We did go yeah. to the first grocery store. Um, and then, you know, on the way back, um, you know, I was like, dude, like, I'm not feeling good. So mm. can I just go home for a little bit and yeah. kind of rest? Yeah. So hit the first grocery store. Which is when you proceeded. <laughs> I threw a little tissy fit. So basically, we get home, we pull into the driveway, and I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Go go upstairs and rest. And But I said, hey, can you just take the groceries in that we had already gotten? And part of these groceries were for somebody else as well. It wasn't just our stuff. So that would have meant going and talking to the other person and then dealing with our groceries. So I and was, I was about to faint. Yeah, and I was completely unaware that she was being sick. No, you and, weren't. I told you. Well, this is the problem. That And doing it right now, literally, as we're talking about it. So I was completely oblivious to the fact that she had told me on multiple occasions that she was sick and she was about to faint and felt really just not good. So... Um, I ended up kind of throwing a little bit of a look after I asked her to take the groceries yeah, up. Yeah, you made her. me you made me feel bad yeah. for not wanting to carry up a bunch of groceries up three flights of stairs and talk to our neighbor and who was my mom, by the way, it was yeah. my mom's groceries. I should just say that. Yeah. Um, go deliver the um the groceries to my mom and then to me and then blah blah blah. Which, mind you, I'm like shaking and like trying not to black out in real time. So. I think that that's part number one mm -hmm. is a lot of times when women voice their needs, it's sort of just bulldozed over. And I know yeah. a lot of women feel like this. Like, I'm not the only one that this happens to. Um, you know, we have examples all the time of women who are like, I need something and society or maybe your boss or whatever just completely ignores them. You know, this is a big problem with the whole yeah. maternity tax, you know, like, Women are like, hey, I need time off to take care of my baby, and they're getting punished for it. Mm -hmm. But that's just a really big example. But I think that a lot of people, and it might just, maybe it's not just a female problem. I think this also can extend to guys, but sometimes our partners are not very aware that when we're voicing needs, and maybe we are more stoic yeah. individuals, which I am, yeah. it could kind of get diminished mm -hmm. and, and just completely looked over. 
It does. So that whole situation where I was basically shitting on your needs because you were very clearly conveying them to me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, what advice would you give to somebody that like is in a relationship with somebody like that is in your shoes? Here's the deal. Women are naturally more stoic when it comes to physical ailment. Yeah. Imagine any guy that gets sick, right? <laughs> a guy has a headache, it's a full-blown migraine. It is. Um, meanwhile, women, we're supposed to give birth and deal with all the shit that happens to our fucking bodies, our periods every month, all sorts of things. And, you know, we kind of just have to suck it up. And our yeah. society is designed in a way where we are kind of forced to suck it up in order to... Uh, continue to survive. Mm -hmm. So, and, and also there is another part of that, which is women do have a little bit of a higher pain tolerance, but that doesn't mean that we don't have needs and it doesn't mean that we're not feeling what we're feeling. So I think that that's another element is women are less likely to complain. We are more likely to just live yeah. with pain for way longer than we need to. There's all sorts of layers there yeah. that we could get into in a different that's podcast totally of why. Five more episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's five more episodes. But um, I think that that's another problem is that we kind of, women, and it's our responsibility, but women will diminish their needs. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I communicated that I don't feel well. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope he gets that. Like, right. I hope he heard that. And I repeated it. But for whatever reason, yesterday, you were in a fucking yeah. mood and it didn't quite matter. Dude, yeah, so I think for dudes, like, we need to be a little bit more aware of those communications that are actually taking place. The differences in communication. I can almost guarantee that if there's other relationships and other people out there, other couples, they're having the same problems. They're having the same little hiccups that we're having when it comes to stuff like this. So, like, dudes, like, listen up. Like, most of the time, the people in your life, the loved ones, they're communicating with you. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're saying what's going on. And I think we just get so, like, focused in a, like on our little things and how we're feeling about it. And, like... I think there's a little bit of a biology thing there, too. Yeah. Like, being that women are the ones who have carry babies and have birth, I think that there is a little bit more of an attunement to others. Mm -hmm. We tend to be more collaborative and less, you know, competitive. And yeah. maybe we should actually preface this by talking about masculinity and femininity rather than men and women. Okay, because yeah. I do think, yeah. I personally think that gender is largely constructed. However, I do think that there are energies. So what I'm talking about, the way that I like to think about it is I embody more of a feminine energy and you mm. embody more of a masculine energy. Yeah. Um, you know, we won't get into the whole gender problem right now but like or gender issues right yeah. now but you know like that's what we're talking about so i'm going to stop saying women and men yeah uh, i'm going to choose to stop saying women and men right now but you know just i think that the feminine tend to uh as feminine and people who embody feminine energy i think that we naturally are more inclined to consider others and probably put ourselves last yeah. on the list rather than first or equal. And I feel like that would often come to a detriment to you because... Not always. I mean, there's always. pros and cons, right? Yeah. There's times where when you are focusing so much on other people that you forget to take care of yourself. You forget to give yourself space and energy. And I'm, I'm not saying you, you. I'm saying like the general you. Yeah. Like you, the more you focus on other people, the more you kind of stop taking care of your own needs and you stop listening to yourself and your own feelings and what yeah. you need to do to take care of yourself. So I think a lot of women struggle with that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people, um, I know that a lot of women struggle with that and 
it's weird because we're like, my needs are, are coming last. And it's like, we have to be the people who defend our needs. Mm -hmm. We have to be the people who set those boundaries. So it's not just all on you. Right. It's not, if you're in a heterosexual relationship, which we are, um, you know, it's not just all on the guy to attune to your needs and to know where yeah. your, those boundaries are. We have a responsibility to set them in the first place and then hold strong to them. However, like I said, we do also have this natural inclination to put ourselves last. Yeah. And so I think finding, you know, getting help from your partner to help find your, you know, balance with that if you're someone that struggles with boundaries is also very important to do. Like you said, the finding that balance with your partner, I think the open communication that we had about it last night after the fact really helped because it made me kind of aware of like how much she's actually doing on a daily basis. All the little things like picking up after me and turning the lights off after I'm in a room. Like it's all those little <laughs> things that like are taken for granted. I'm, and I'm sure there's other people out there too, but like almost we lose sight of it. We, we forget that those things are happening because they are so common. They're so natural. It's just like what's happening in the relationship. Like, and we forget to appreciate the fact that like, Holy shit, this person just gave, you know, a couple of hours of conversation and help to me prior to any of this stuff happening. And mm -hmm. then it's like, I throw a little tissy fit looking for appreciation and respect when I'm not reciprocating that. Like, which brings me to yeah. a major point okay. that I think would help a lot of people, which is a lot of times and historically what women bring to the table is not valued because it's hard to measure. So <laughs> I love giving this example. Um, it helps a lot of, you know, our friends out when we, we talk about it, but basically, you know, like what women bring to the table tend to be things that are more esoteric in nature. So how can you measure nurturing? How can you measure coaching? It's very hard to measure as opposed to something where if you have a man who's a provider in the family, you yeah. see the numbers, the dollars, yeah. you can actually see the numbers. And so, I think that this is a really big problem where men are not valuing what women bring to the table just because it's something that is hard and difficult to measure. Mm -hmm. I give this example all the time. If you have, and I hope I'm not pissing anybody off, but just for simplicity's sake, this is a generalization, which a lot of moms will probably appreciate. If you are a family, you have a kid, right? And the kid has a soccer game and the parents are responsible for bringing a snack to the soccer game to feed all the kids, right? A dad will go to the store buy some cookies, <laughs> a dad will go to the store, yeah. buy some cookies, show up to the soccer game with some cookies and say, good, got it, done. This is a good one, listen up. <laughs> but the mom mm -hmm. will reach out to all the other moms and go, who has a food allergy? Dietary restrictions. Who has dietary restrictions? Do we have any gluten-free kids? Does anybody have a peanut allergy? <laughs> there is so much more effort mm -hmm. that we, that's just how we're wired. We are, we are, effectiveness over efficiency mm -hmm. right and so we would rather do it right the first time we would rather plan in advance we would rather get all of the information to make sure that everybody is as happy as possible yeah. then we'll probably make those cookies ourselves because we can't go to a store. Can't go to the store and find them <laughs> yeah we can't go to a store and find them and and make sure that everybody's dietary restrictions are um you know considered mm -hmm. so even though both parents could bring cookies to the soccer game who put more effort, energy, and time yeah. into bringing the cookies? And it just seems like that... This is a perfect example for what I'm yeah. talking about. 
when I say that women, what we bring to the table is not valued because it's not mm -hmm. measured. Because right. you can't measure, it's hard to measure all those text messages and how much time went into her considering right. the right recipe. But you know, it's, it, is, it is a lot of time and effort that goes into that, even though what a man might see is just the end result, which is, well, we both got cookies there. That's the kind of shit that we bring to the table. Right. We spent that morning where, you know, the morning yesterday, I had spent two hours coaching you on social media strategy, mm -hmm. the psychology of branding, uh, mm -hmm. for your for your channel, yeah. um, all of the layers of how to how to speak, how to communicate, how to carry yourself, how to make sure you're attracting the right people that you want to help, that you know that you can help. Right. We even rehearsed things. Okay, so I did that for two hours. He did not register that as me giving something, as me providing something, bringing something to the table that's going to better both of our futures, but mm -hmm. yours especially. Yeah. So when you go, when I do that for two hours. And then I don't feel good and you just have to go to the grocery store by yourself. I'm thinking, I spent all morning helping you. You can mm -hmm. handle the fucking groceries for yeah, once. Yeah. So I think part of that too is something that I think where my head was at when that was happening was that I didn't ask for the help when that help was being given. I wasn't the one that initiated that conversation, wasn't asking for the help. So therefore, in my little man brain, it was almost like, it didn't happen. And I think that's something that is really a key point that women like, are natural we, helpers. Yeah. They're natural helpers. And then we take it for granted. We just, because it's natural because mm -hmm. we, we do it so right. instinctively. We do it so, um, spontaneously. Mm -hmm. It's not effortless though. Right. And that's the difference. It's just because it's natural. Doesn't mean it's not effort. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it doesn't mean that it doesn't take away. It doesn't mean it's not, it's not a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's the entitlement. The entitlement that we have too as men, because we are so used to being praised for the things that we do and because everything that we do is quantifiable. It's all a numbers. Lot of it's all yeah, it's all a lot of it is quantifiable. It's all numbers based. It's all you did X, Y, so Z happened. Right? For you, it's like L M N O P and then A Z and then F equals the whole alphabet, right? Like, And no it, one died from my cookies at the soccer game. <laughs> and now more relationships were made and more people are like, oh, that, that family's awesome because they took care of all those things. There is right? a lot There's of a lot effort of, and mm -hmm. value to what women bring to the table, what the feminine can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And our society just isn't designed yet to appreciate it and value it equally, yeah. you know? Yeah, so... I mean, I think that kind of the moral of the story is like, pay attention to what's actually happening because I was very much living in a little overlay with this situation because I was thinking that uh, I'm not being appreciated for, you know, going to the grocery store and taking care of your mom and cooking dinner. And meanwhile, you had been fucking helping me all morning and then while I was doing those things you were doing things you were making cleaning the floor was, taking care of the cat dude, litter she, you, were, you were networking with other possible oh, yeah, business partners with in the future like like yeah as yeah. she's sick like yeah as she's sick not feeling well feeling queasy she's like doing stuff laying down doing stuff and then getting up and vacuuming while she's still feeling nauseated like i know you're like i made dinner and i'm I like made dinner i'm like <laughs> yeah i did all the stuff that i did like yeah. but but you know it's it's just a different it's just so funny how we 
how we do that, we you know. Get in our own little zone. I saw a post from <laughs> Shonda Rhimes and she was talking about how women don't brag about what they do. Men naturally brag about everything that they mm -hmm. do. Women, we tend to make every, make ourselves smaller. We can tend to, if yeah. anything, we'll, we'll brag about being worse than another woman, mm -hmm. right? You, we've seen that thousands of times. You get together with gal pals and all of a sudden you're measuring how ugly or fat you are, not how good and accomplished you are. I mean, it's, it's sad, right? It's so it's ridiculous, fun. but it's, it's true. Whereas guys, you guys have this, and I think we need to, we don't need to get rid of this, but we need, women need to learn from this mm -hmm. and adopt it, which is, you know, demand respect, demand that people see your efforts and, and celebrate those. I think yeah. it's a beautiful thing that you guys do that so naturally, but women, we either need to um, catch the fuck up or the guys need to start seeing those differences and seeing the things that yeah. we can bring to the table. Right. I th yeah. I think we're the, it's a balance. I think it's always going to be that balance where like the men need to step up and start paying attention to what's actually going on and not be so tunnel visioned on things. And then, you know, women need to brag a little bit more like, well, say, historically we've been punished for bragging, right? right? We've been, um, not just by men, but we've actually yeah. been punished. For, we've punished ourselves. Mm -hmm. So nobody, no girl likes the girl that's entitled. Well, fuck that. I think a lot of us are waking up to this. No girl, like, tell me what you did. Yeah. Celebrate your achievements. Mm -hmm. We need, women need to stop being so competitive with each other. We need to start being collaborative with each other, celebrating each other, you know? Um, talk about your achievements. Talk about how much you make. Mm -hmm. Talk about if you got that bonus. Talk about if you got that promotion. And fucking give yourselves, you know, a pat on the back and a high five. We, we need to start celebrating each other as queens when we're achieving things. Um, you know, take a, take a play out of the guy's handbook, man. Because you guys, you'll walk <laughs> around, you know, expecting to get blowed, a blowjob after you do the dishes. And I'm like, yeah. what if I started doing that? You know, like maybe I should be bringing that to the table and being like, hey, babe, did you know what I did yeah, today? Yeah. And talking about all the things that I've accomplished because I, we don't, it doesn't yeah. occur to us. It's like, Never. well, we had to get it done. So why would I deserve um, appreciation for something that had to happen? Mm -hmm. where you guys are kind of like, hey, yeah. I did it. Do I get like, a gold star? I needed to make I need to go to the grocery store and make dinner anyway, like whether it was you were there or not. Like right. I still needed food. So it's one of those things like you just, you hit it right on the head when you said like, it's this whole idea that like you should brag more. We, women need to brag more. You should brag more. We should pay attention a little more because after this conversation, I had the whole like world opened up and I was like, oh shit, like, Thank you for doing the cat litter. Thank you for pulling the trash out of the bag. Yeah. Thank you for breaking down the box so we can recycle it. Thank you for like all those other little things, like for making me a little shake because I needed more protein. Like, <laughs> yeah, like and keeping paying track attention of that. to that, like knowing that I needed to have more protein with my meal or more veggies with my dinner or whatever. Right. Yep. yep. Oh, we have here's a, our kitty. A cameo. Cameo kales. Always in it. Cameo Kaylee. <laughs> Are there any other points that you want to bring up when it comes to this <laughs> oh whole topic? Oh my God, this is such in a this layered, episode? <laughs> this is such a layered, convoluted yeah. topic, mm -hmm. but you know, I think that's, um, it's a good place to start. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of stuff happened after that, but yeah. I think it's a good place to start and clearly our cat's waiting for us. So. <laughs> well, so I think that about concludes this episode. Yeah. Um, a lot more conversations about stuff within this conversation are going to be happening. And then 
a lot of other topics that we want to get into because All we've been we've been meaning to talk about things like this for a long time and make it to where people can hear it. So our conversations behind closed doors are fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, I think it would be nice to have people tune into that. Cool. Thank you so cool. much for listening. This is the No Topic is Safe podcast. Thanks. Thanks. Cut. <laughs>